Um, I wanted to start off by saying that um, I found Lisa's episode extremely offensive. Um, like, how dare she say that she hasn't seen Friends all the way through? Like, I can't even wrap my head around that. That's so weird. Lisa, if you're listening to this, which obviously you are, please goddamn fucking watch all of Friends. Come on. It's such a good show. Well, hi there. Welcome back to another episode of The Megda Show. Um, I remember the last time I did a solo episode, I was supposed to come up with a name and I did not do that. But um, to be serious for a second here, Lisa's episode was so great. Thank you so much for being so vulnerable and teaching us so many great things of how to deal with grief and loss. Um, not everyone has dealt with something like that. There are people who have dealt with that or are currently dealing with that. And like, I'm sure that your examples of how to cope has really helped people. So good job, young lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, on teaching us and helping us and sharing your vulnerable, you know, story. Good on ya! Okay, now for this week's episode, I decided to do something completely different than what Lisa did. Currently in our city, we are awaiting results of another lockdown because of this pandemic. So, it's a stressful time, stressful situation, not a good time. So I thought that we could do something a little more fun and lighthearted. So I invited my sister over, sister Jessica, not a nun, just my sister. And we are going to be reading funny stories slash reviews slash jokes online. And hopefully we'll be able to give you guys a little bit of a laugh. And, you know, I also wanted Jessica to come on because she cackles a lot and her laugh is funny in itself. So even if what I'm reading isn't funny, you know for sure that her laugh will be funny. So... I thought that would be a good idea. Also, I realized that I'm not very good at doing solo podcasts because the last podcast I had people on talking, this podcast I invited my sister to come talk, so it is what it is. But let's start reading. Am I supposed to say hi to you? I guess so. Hey! So, thank you, Jesse. I will be using you. It is an honor and a privilege to be on this podcast. You're welcome. Also, I just wanted to... um let you guys know how offended I was by Lisa's podcast. Like, how dare she say that she's never watched Friends fully through? Isn't that weird? That is weird. That's Since weird. We always talk about it too. Like, phony. Her, yeah, phony. she's a phony because she quotes it, but no, has no, never no, actually no. seen her it. Laughs are phony because whenever we quote Friends, she laughs with us. That phony. Means she doesn't know what we're actually talking about, Lisa. Okay, but no, to be to be serious for a minute, her episode last week was extremely vulnerable and so well put, and I just thought it was a great thing to share with everybody, especially because a lot of people have gone through something like her and just, you know, being open and being able to share her experiences and how she's been able to get through everything I think is awesome. Uh, I really enjoyed the episode. I didn't know any of those coping mechanisms, so just having an idea of that was great to hear. So yeah, way to go, Lisa. Woohoo! Okay, but like I said in this week's episode, stop laughing at me. We will laughing at you. I'm still laughing at this me, man. <laughs> and that is the cackle that I was talking about. Anyways, in this week's episode, we are gonna be reading funny stories offline. And as you can hear, they're really good already. 
she's she spent the last five minutes laughing at a meme. It's a meme of uh, <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> what's his name? Doctor Schwellenstein or something. From Phineas and Ferb. From Phineas and Ferb, and then eating they're, out, tearing the flat <laughs> So Why gross. The red weed vampires eating out through the platypus. <laughs> okay. Anyways, do you want to start your first? story so this story is called this body slam so i'm gonna start now go for it okay so my ex and i were fooling around after having a few too many drinks one night <laughs> sorry you read this story <laughs> But she lost her balance in the process and fell onto my face like a hammer hitting a nail. <laughs> <laughs> it completely killed the move for both of us. But we had a pretty good laugh about it after. Oh my god. I'm pretty sure that's a funny story. That's funny. I like that story. Okay, huh. I found a funny one too. I don't know if this is funny, but it's it's weird. Okay, so it starts. It's not exactly embarrassing, but plain stupid. It, it was one of my first times I had sex with my current girlfriend, and near the climax, I proceeded to ejaculate on her face and chest. As the sperm was ready to flow, I say, here comes Johnny! <laughs> oh, actually, no. With a strange and whispering and horny tone, here comes Johnny. <laughs> She said nothing. I said nothing. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I thought it was funny. I have an extremely gross one that I just want to read because it involves two sisters. Oh, no. Okay, go. Yeah. I kind of want to know what it is. Okay. So, my wife and I work opposite my sh- shifts and hardly <laughs> saw each other for a while. I had managed to hold out and not jerk off for almost two weeks. <laughs> Both managed to be at home at the same time for once and were furiously going at it, her on top. Our bedroom door was closed. We were just on top of the bed when we hear the front door open and her sister called out that she was there. Wife did not want to stop and kept going. Sister opened her bedroom door and my wife rolled off of me just as I came. I came a lot with great fury, probably an all-time distance record, hands-free, with her sister staring in disbelief as a volcano of semen spurted forth from my penis. She was too shocked to shut the door. We all just started laughing. That is so awkward. Why did she just walk away? Why did she laugh? <laughs> That's so embarrassing. That's so gross, man. Oh. Okay, I have another one. First time sleeping with a girl I had pursued for ages. <laughs> Farted at point of climax. I had no ability to stop each pump of jizz released a part of different notes they stunk to <laughs> Gross. I don't know what I'd do in that situation oh dear god imagine if I farted in front of this actually no I feel like we already laugh at each other's farts so I feel like that would just be a no but can you imagine during sex the boyfriend is just farting every time he thrusts into you oh god I would not be able to <laughs> I'd probably burst out laughing but I would have to laugh. Man. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, I like this one. It is the gay flight attendant. That's what it's called. 
My flight was being served by an obviously gay flight attendant who seemed to put everyone in a good mood as he served us food and drinks. As the plane prepared to descend, he came swishing down the aisle and told us that Captain Marvy has asked us to announce that he'll be landing the big scary plane shortly. So lovely people, if you could just put your trays up, that would be super. On his trip back up the aisle, he noticed that a well-dressed and rather Arabic-looking woman hadn't moved a muscle. Perhaps you didn't hear me over the big brute engines, but I asked you to raise your trazy poo so that main man can pity-pat us to the ground. She calmly turned her head and said, In my country, I am called a princess, and I take orders from no one. To which, I swear, the flight attendant replied without missing a beat, Well, sweet cheeks, in my country, I'm called a queen, so I outrank you. Tray up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So funny. So sassy. Returning from shopping to her car, my friend couldn't unlock the door after trying for ages. She phoned her hubby and asked him to bring the spare keys along. He arrived and diagnosed the problem immediately. She was trying to get into the wrong car. (laughs) I feel like I would do that. (laughs) That is something you would do. I know. I feel like that's actually something that we have done in the past. I remember we went shopping with our mom once and we uh, she accidentally locked the car the keys inside of the car and then when we were coming out it was still already starting to get dark and it was winter and cold and then out of nowhere this like guy was coming in and my mom's like please or our mom was like please please can you just like help us can you try he's like no I'm not nothing's gonna work he puts in his house key into our car door and it opens what we were able to get back in I do not remember that story oh yeah we're coming out of like a dollar store or something like that also, I actually have a really funny story of our own that has uh, not from the internet. So my stepdad asked me and my sister to go grocery shopping. <laughs> and he asked us to pick up turmeric, which in Polish is called kurkuma. So we went to the store. I didn't want to go into the store, so I just asked Jessie to go in. <laughs> she goes into the grocery store, comes out with two giant cucumbers <laughs> and i'm like what the fuck is this she's like you asked for cucumbas <laughs> and she bought two cucumbers instead of turmeric oh man that's a good story so i funny. still remember your face man you were just done with i was life. done with you <laughs> okay so, this is what the patient says. <laughs> I slipped in the grocery store and really hurt myself. <laughs> Me, where did you get hurt, patient? Aisle six. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this next story I think is really funny because um, we travel a lot. So, you need to tell me what you would do in this situation. A woman was flying from Seattle to San Francisco. Unexpectedly, the plane was diverted to Sacramento along the way. The flight attendant explained that there would be a delay, and if the passengers wanted to get off the aircraft, the plane would reboard in 50 minutes. Everybody gets off the plane except for one old lady who was blind. A man had noticed her as he walked by and could tell that the lady was blind because of her guide dog lay quietly underneath the seats in front of her throughout the entire flight. He could also tell that she had flown this very flight because the pilot approached her and called her by her name and said, Kathy, we are in Sacramento for almost an hour. Would you like to get off and stretch your legs? The blind lady said, no, thanks, but maybe Buddy would like to stretch his legs. All the people in the gate area came to a complete standstill when they looked up and saw the pilot walk off the plane with a guide dog for the blind. Even worse, the pilot was wearing sunglasses. (laughs) People scattered. They not only tried to change planes, but they were trying to change airlines. (laughs) Oh, dear God. Can you imagine? It'd be cool, though. It's a nice skill to have. 
Because it's kind of like the the um, the dog flying the plane. To be honest, I didn't was not listening. <laughs> Can you reread that? Please? No. The taxi passenger tapped the driver on the shoulder and asked him a question. The driver screamed, lost control of the car, nearly hit a bus, went up a footpath, and stopped centimeters away from a shop window. For a second, everything went quiet in the cab, and then the driver said, Look, mate, don't ever do that again. You scared the daylight out of daylights out of me. The passenger apologized and said, I didn't realize a little tap would scare you so much. The driver replied, sorry, it's really not your fault. Today is my first day as a cab driver. I've been driving a funeral van for the last 25 years. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dear God. Can you that is a good one. <laughs> oh, no wonder he's freaking terrified. Imagine getting tapped by a dead body. <laughs> hey, mate. Oh, that's a good Bazinga. One. Hello, are you there? Yes, are you please? No. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, done fucked up. Yes. Who are you, please? I'm Watt. <laughs> What's your name? What's my name? <laughs> yes. What's your name? My name is John Watt. John Watt? Yes. Are you Jones? No, I'm not. <laughs> Will you tell me your name then? Will not. Why not? My name is not. <laughs> not what? <laughs> not not what? Not what? <laughs> okay, so for a little bit of a clarification, John Watt is W A T T, and then the guy's name not will not is <laughs> a, uh, sorry K N O T T. <laughs> Okay, so this one's not funny. It's just like, you know, it's kind of like, ooh, Shocking. Sam, you screwed yourself, bucko. In college, a friend found an ID of a dude over 21 who looked just like me. I used it like a charm for months. Then I went to a club and a bouncer started asking me what's my address and birthday and shit. I finally said, dude, it's me. And he replied, no, dude, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shoot. I feel like I would just run. Yeah. Opposite direction. Bye. So, my sister's dad opened the freezer and a blob of ice. I like that word. Blob. 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 Of ice fell on his foot and hurt him. And he was, like, yelling and hopping and shit. And I was like, hey, maybe you should put some ice on that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that is something you would say. You little shit. Of course you'd say that. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a keeper. So a guy broke into my apartment last week. He didn't take the TV, just the remote. Now he drives by and changes the channel, <laughs> sick bastard. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea, man. This podcast is giving me good ideas. Okay, so there's only one channel in this motel. This morning while I was getting ready, I was watching... It's the same street. <laughs> Sesame Street? <laughs> they were doing this bit where some clown was trying to wash his hands, but kept washing his feet or his elbows, and Elmo would go, No, Mr. Noodle, your hands! And all the TV kids would laugh <laughs> around on the phone <laughs> over fifth time. <laughs> 
he couldn't find his hands. I, I heard a grown man yell from somewhere else in the motel. God damn it, Mr. Noodle. <laughs> <laughs> this is us at like the, no, no, no. It's like a Disney movie. If we would just have one in the theaters. Oh my gosh, that's funny. I thought it was funny too. Okay, I have a good one. God damn it, Mr. Noodle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you go, man. Yesterday, a friend told me what might well be the best story I've ever heard. She had caught the train in from Frankston, and while they were waiting for the train to come, she noticed a man sitting down on the platform with a bag of fish and chips. But he wasn't really eating them, he was just sort of letting them air. This attracted a few seagulls who began to circle the platform. Instead of shooting the bir- shooing the bor- b- birds away, the man offered them a few chips. He'd toss one a foot or so away from him. It was like he was beckoning them to come closer. He kept doing this, ecking the chips out slowly <laughs> until there was a big group of seagulls in front of him, 15 or 20, a tiny army. He'd throw them a chip every now and then, just enough to keep the birds interested, but not enough to sate them. It was frustrating. They were getting angry, squawking. It was as it was like he was rearing them up for something. Then the train came and everyone got on, but the man stayed on the ground with his chips. Just when the train was about to leave, it happened. Right before the door closed, the man threw the entire bag of fish and chips into the train and the entire flock of seagulls followed the bag and the doors closed inside the train. Pandemonium. Oh my god. The next train stop wasn't for five minutes. (laughs) Can you imagine? God damn it, Mr. Noodle. (laughs) Oh lord, that's so funny. I would love to see that. Oh my god, that's a good one. Can you imagine the poop in there? I'm sure a few people got bit. Mine! Mine! (laughs) Mine! I don't understand this story. It's a little scary, but funny. Let's go. Let's hear it. Deputies in Fort Myers, Florida, say they tasered and then arrested a naked Florida man who broke into a home to steal a television, but then masturbated and pooped after the (laughs) homeowner pulled a gun. (laughs) Why does he look so happy in the photo? (laughs) He looks so proud of himself. Okay, so I thought this story was so funny that I posted it on my Instagram story and I could not stop bawling for it. I read it so many times. I'm going to try really hard to get through this story without laughing, but okay, listen. Okay, I'm ready. So this is an Amazon product review. It's for like a huge um, beach ball. I don't I don't know. It's it's just a huge beach ball that's like taller this, than this man. I'm sure it's like six feet or not, or taller. Anyways... <laughs> We took this ball to the beach, and after spending two hours pumping it up, we pushed it around for about ten fun-filled minutes. That was when the wind picked up and sent it huddling down the beach at about <laughs> 70 miles an hour. It destroyed everything in its <laughs> Children screamed in terror at the giant inflatable monster that crushed their sandcastles. Growing up... Grown men were knocked down trying to save their families. <laughs> the faster we chased it, the faster it rolled. It was like it was mocking us. <laughs> Eventually, we had to stop running after it because its path of indus- injury and destruction was going to cost us a fortune in legal fees. 
rumor has it that I can still be seen stalking innocent families on Florida Panhandle. We lost it in South Carolina, so there is something to be said about its durability. They gave them a three star. Oh, man. Whoever wrote this review, please, dear God, write a book or something. Just the, <laughs> just the way it's written. It's just the, so it's nice. It's so funny and so passionate and, like, <laughs> children screamed in terror. <laughs> Grown men were knocked out trying to save their families. I'm pretty sure that's what happened, my dad. If he's that descriptive about it. <laughs> oh, dear God. This review made me laugh so hard. I posted this on my right story. Now. I couldn't. I couldn't get through it. It was so fucking funny. That one's a good one. Okay, here's another review, but it's for a bidet. Uh-oh. For those who don't Uh-oh. know what a bidet is, it's one of those... Um, butt washers. Butt washers, I guess. Yeah, it like sprays a gentle... Bad boys, bad boys. What, what you gonna, gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you, bad boys? okay so it's for a bidet it's one of those butt washer things where uh, it has a gentle water pressure that cleans your butthole is it gentle because it goes up your butt apparently it's gentle i've never actually used one anyways the name um of the review the title of the review was i was blind but now i see (laughs) i can't believe i wasted 30 years of my life being played by a multi-billion dollar toilet paper industry it rubs you raw it's bad for the environment plumbing and doesn't even get you clean and costs you money every week are you kidding me however this comes with everything you need didn't even necessarily need to use tools just my man hands after the quick insult i was eager to go poo (laughs) (laughs) i had a nagging dingleberry (laughs) which i knew toilet paper would just smear It's so gross. And I'd be left wiping my leather Cheerio raw for the better part of 10 minutes before finally giving up and jumping into the shower. Not anymore! The cooling high-powered water pressure blasted that crap right off. (laughs) If you're a blind person, this product is a must. No more checking the toilet paper because you know the poo is gone. (laughs) I'm walking around on a humid day and have it... I haven't had giggle gig butt yet. This product will make you a believer. Oh my god. <laughs> it was so funny. I was once blind, but now I see. When I went to India, they didn't have toilet paper. This is all they had. They only had bidets? Yeah, they only had bidets. Bidets. Oh my goodness. I didn't know what to do. I only used it once ever. Can you, um... So there's, like, different pressures, right? Yeah, yeah. What's, like, the highest pressure? Can yeah. that, like... Blast you to outer space? No, probably not, or else they wouldn't sell it. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. I had a nagging dingleberry. <laughs> what does that even mean? Google it. I know what it is. You... Just Google it. It's when your poo crowns. Ew. Oh my god. I think that's what it is. Are you Googling it? Was it dingleberry? Dingleberry. Dingleberry. Isn't that like a an insult you can call someone a dingleberry? Ew. Ew, what is that? That's <laughs> what it is. Your dingle. Oh, it's a poo. Yeah, it's when your poo is crowning. Like this? I guess so. Oh, Jesse, oh, no. Oh, dingleberry poop. <laughs> Please. Oh, so it's like when dogs go poopy. Oh, it like dingles there. 
<laughs> oh, it's dry poop. Ew. Ew. That's painful. Do I have... I don't think I have dry poop. Well, then you don't need this bidet. I don't have dingleberry issues. Okay, here's another Amazon uh, review. And this is for a Wolverine claw. <laughs> so it's like this little hand claw that you put on and like... It has the Wolverine spikes. It's called Zombie Gear Demon Bones Tri-Bladed Fantasy Hand Claw. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> the the review, the caption of the review is called, You Wouldn't Believe How Much Syrup We Drink. <laughs> when you work at a duck farm, you get a nice few hours of free time when the ducks are asleep. Slip them a Mickey and you've got a solid day to do whatever the heck you want. Me? I make syrup, maple syrup, great on pancakes, and the ducks love it too. My cousin Dendo is eight years old, probably, <laughs> and he told me, Cousin Peter, what if we made three holes in the tree instead of one? He is brilliant. We use the zombie gear demon bones tri-bladed fantasy hand claw, <laughs> and now we have three holes we can get three times the sweet sappy syrup out of every tree. <laughs> Sometimes we just put two taps in the sides and let Dendo suck the sap out of the middle one. Ew. He likes to suck the sap. <laughs> A nice sugary treat. <laughs> Sometimes Dendo likes to spread a little syrup on a tennis ball and the ducks roll it all around their cage and lick the hell out of it. Good times. <laughs> anyway, the possibilities don't in there. Got a box that needs to open? Why half-ass it? Wolverine, Wolverine it open like a real dude. Farmer next door blames your ducks for eating all his raspberries? Wolverine. I might go to jail for that one. But overall, this is a great product. One star removed for the jail stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this thing's really cool, though. I kind of want one of these. It's so cool. But the name is a little long. Zombie, Zombie Gear, Gear Demon. De oh, Demon. De <laughs> Demon. <laughs> Demon Bone. Demon Tri-bladed fantasy. Tri-bladed fantasy hand claw. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, I got one, too. You ready? Yeah. Beds should look like beds. <laughs> I thought I, it was ice cream. I thought it was ice cream too. That's what the thing is. I ordered this when I was drunk because I thought it was a giant ice cream sandwich. It's not. It's a bed. Not the 150 ice cream sandwich I wanted. <laughs> That's a good one. It does look like an ice it cream sandwich. It does look like an ice cream sandwich. I'm not kidding. Can you imagine? I would love to have a $150 ice cream sandwich. That thing would be huge. That Huge. would take me a full hour to eat. <laughs> <laughs> he sucks that sap. <laughs> okay, I don't know how to read this properly because this is um, English grammar for dummies and it's written by a Russian guy, Nikolai. <laughs> and the title of the review is, Is the Best Book? <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to read this one without an accent. When I first come to America, my English did cause me problems. In Soviet Russia, I was strong teacher. My English, I know, is the best in all of Petropavlovsk. <laughs> my brother Mikhail, he said to me, Nikolai, you go to America. They make you rich like Tsar. Take many women as lover. Kill many bear. <laughs> my brother, he is very wise, is greatest toy maker in all of Russia. So next day I wake up, sell my house, say goodbye my wife and children, and go to America to become millionaire. Then in America, I go to job interview and they say to me, Nikolai, you are not for job here. You are not the skills we need. Your, your English is poor like child. I take that man and smash his table. I say, someday I will be great man in all of country. Your children will m wish me their father. <laughs> <laughs> 
That day, my anger is best of me. It is then I know I must learn better English. So I buy book. English grammar is it is for dummies <laughs> by Mr. Woods. Now I am perfect English grammar. I write letter to Mikhail. He write by Nikolai. Your English is like a god. You will be millionaire soon. All of Petropavlovsk is proud for you. Good luck, brother. Please send letter when you are president or maybe even Tsar. Ha ha ha. Also, your wife is killed by bear. So I say thanks to Mr. Woods for his books. When I am Tsar, your family will be sparred. Ha 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 is joke. I like how you said that all in an accent. <laughs> I tried not to. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty hard not to. So this is a review on Amazon Movie. <laughs> Owen Wilson has a funny nose. It only got one star, and it says, it looks like it melted on the heater. <laughs> oh, so mean. Oh, man, poor Wow. Man. Oh, wow. 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 Okay, I have one, too. It's a review by the name of Very Satisfied, and it got five stars. I don't know what product this is for, but I thought it was funny. So... Uh, it, oh, it's for a Samsung TV, 85-inch uh, Samsung TV. My wife and, and I bought this after selling our daughter Amanda into white slavery. Oh we actually got a, re a <laughs> we actually got a refurbished. It's missing the remote, but oh well. For $10,000 off, I can afford a universal, right? The picture is amazing. I've never seen the world with such clarity. Amanda, if you're reading this, hang in there, honey. We'll see you in a year. I just wanted to add an addendum to my review. Since posting it, we have received a flood of responses. People have said some pretty hurtful things, even questioning our values. Let me assure you, this was not an easy decision to make, and we made it as a family. Obviously, it's very personal, but in the light of all the second guessing, I wanted to explain our thinking. First and foremost, screen size. I really think you can't go too big. 85 inches may seem huge, but you get used to it fast. Second, resolution. It's 4K over, is 4K overkill. Please, that's what they said about our 1080p. More dots equals better, period. And as far as b this being a $40,000 dumb TV, people need to reread my initial post. We bought it refurbished. It was only $30,000. Oh Some of you may think I'm avoiding the elephant in the room. The real reason why... This was such a heart-wrenching choice. So let's get it out there. Yes. The 120 refresh rate is a disappointment, especially on a 4K. But life is a, is full of compromises. And frankly, we hardly notice. All in all, no regrets. P.S. As for a daughter, no one has the right to question our parenting. Totally out of bounds. Amanda was going into seventh grade, so it was going to be transitioned year, a transitional year for her anyways. Now she gets to see the world. How many kids her age get to go to Bahrain? I sure as heck didn't. But you don't hear me screaming child abuse. Bottom line. My OB. Seriously. Quick and dirty. Earplug. Works fine. I cannot hear my wife. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> here's here's a, uh, an Amazon review on the Holy Bible. <laughs> uh, the review is called A Decent Sophomore Effort. Written by W. Christian. Okay. 
Where are you finding all these long stories? I literally have all the short ones. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, this is God's second novel after the Old Testament. It's a marked improvement in my opinion. He got rid of a lot of his previous angst and scorn, and he has really begun to show some of the maturity present in his later works. He's become a much more loving and kind God, and noticeably, he doesn't throw nearly as many tantrums as he did in his first book. That said, there's still vast room for impro- improvement. Plot-wise, there isn't really much suspense, and the story can be incredibly repetitive. In like four chapters, he just rewords the same basic story over and over again. To top that off, he puts those chapters one right after the other, like we wouldn't notice. I like the whole Jesus character, but let's face it, the whole good guy martyr thing has been done before. There was no need to devote so much of the book to that guy. (laughs) If you really, if you're really looking for a good God read, check out the Koran or the Book of Mormon. They're much more polished. Plus, the storytelling in the Book of Mormon is wild. Some people, it it says it goes too far and point to it as evidence that God's over the hill, but I beg to differ. Just read it. God's like a genius or something. I mean, magical spectacles. Tell me that this isn't awesome. (laughs) I don't know how he dreams up some of this crap. This is for the Bible. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I don't know why he keeps using that Jesus character. Okay, so I got a few. So this one is a coffin. It got five stars, and it says, no complaints from Grandpa. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so and dark. then, do you know those, like, window, what are these called? The window shields? Yeah, it's like to a... block out the sun? Yeah. Anyways, it got four stars, and it says, really hard to drive with this. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I have one more, man. So this is... Amazon movie reviews and it's on uh Madagascar 2 so that's the escape from Africa one and it says it got two stars a children's movie with racist comments <laughs> this movie while entertaining has race has a racist theme the phrase cracker lacking is uttered again <laughs> and again <laughs> cracker lack <laughs> Lacking. You know, cracking, lacking. Cracking, lacking. Gosh. I think he's reading too much into the movie. Yeah. It's so funny. Crack a lacking. No, it's like, you know, like cracker lacking. Yeah. 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 That's funny. Okay. Here's an Amazon review for Quest Protein Powder. (laughs) It says multi purpose mixed flavor. Someone asked, will these milkshakes bring all the boys to the yard? And someone commented and responded, I could tell you, but I'd have to charge. That's good. Okay, so my next one. I feel like this is something you would do. But anyways, it's another Amazon review for a shaving cream can. And uh, the person titled this Perfect for Corporate Espionage, he gave it a five star. He said, I needed a vessel to safely transport viable dinosaur embryos from a secret compound on an island in South Africa. I couldn't have asked for a better container. It even dispenses shaving cream. I tested this out in my hand at a restaurant and put it on someone's pie. I highly recommend this product. (laughs) 
<laughs> Why would you do this? <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> this one is so gross. So it's an, an Amazon review for white toilet brush and holder bowl plastic. Someone titled his review Agony and gave it a one star out of five. I don't know how these things have caught on. Absolute agony and quite disgusting to use. Call me old-fashioned, but I'm sticking with toilet paper. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, the toilet bowl cleaner. Ew. That's so funny. At least he didn't think it was a douche. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> also, it's a he. Oh, God. Even worse. Okay, here's an Amazon review for a pair of shorts. Uh, it got a one star out of five with the title Split in the Crutch. I was wearing these <laughs> these shorts around the house when a few friends stopped by. We were all sitting around TV watching when I reached at a weird angle for the remote. The crotch seam pulled apart and my scrotum <laughs> came spilling out right in front of my friends. This was pretty embarrassing. Picture not attached. <laughs> <laughs> were those like undies or what? I, I don't know. It just said <laughs> shorts. Oh. Large. And then um, 108 people found this helpful. <laughs> so that's good. At least he's helping. Are you going to Amazon more often? Oh, these are hilarious. So this one is for Veet for men and it's hair removal. It's gel cream. And then it's by Andrew. He put five stars and he said, do not put on knob and bollocks. <laughs> Being a loose cannon who does not play by the rules, the first thing I did was ignore the warning and smear this all over my knob and bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> the bollocks I knew and loved are gone. <laughs> They're gone now. In their place is a rude Okay, let me read it. I think oh, we... I got it, I got it, I got it. It's a rude Bag of agony which sends stacks of pain up my body every time. Can I please read it? It's erased against my thigh or an article of cloth. Okay, let me read this. <laughs> Being a loose cannon who does not play by the rules, the first thing I did was ignore the warning and smear this all over my knob and bollocks. <laughs> the bollocks I knew and loved are gone now. In their place is a maroon colored bag of agony which sends stabs of pain up my body every time it grazes against my thigh or an article of clothing. I am suffering so that you don't have to. Heed my lesson. Do not put on knob and bollocks. <laughs> uh, P.S. I am giving this product a five, a five because despite the fact that I think my bollocks might fall off, they are now completely hairless. <laughs> oh god, that was hard to read. Oh, that was funny. Okay, I have an Amazon review of a pair of sneakers oh. that um look like I don't know what this is, like galaxy kind of colors on them. Anyways, mm -hmm. it is titled Well Worth the Wait and it has five stars. And they're called Nike Air Foam Positive Men's Apparel. Sure, these shoes are pricey, but you get what you pay for. I worked 60 hours a week all year long, and I finally was able to purchase these <laughs> shoes. I put them on, and you can immediately tell that these weren't your average weren't your average $60 sneakers. They may have the same amount of foam, comfort, shape, and performance, but they are way more stylish, like a $3,000 stylish. 
Sometimes my daughter complains though. She'll say things like, are we going to eat tonight? And I'm tired of sleeping in the streets. But then I just show her my awesome Nikes and she <laughs> shuts her little bitch mouth. Great <laughs> shoes. Do recommend. Oh my god. <laughs> I have a feeling that a lot of these Amazon reviews aren't actually like reviews. It's just for people to like have some fun. I think And so see too. what people are going to say. But that's hilarious. <laughs> kind of how they like... Uh, was it like market? No, like could be a form of marketing. Yeah, marketing? you think companies actually do this? I think so. They hire like comedians to write these reviews. I think so because they're pre- like they're they're hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> the v- bollocks. One. Oh my god! I think that takes the cake. I think that killed like killed me. <laughs> that was so funny. He had sharp pain on on his knob and bollocks. My sharp pain was in my stomach from reading that. <laughs> oh lord, that was so funny. Okay, this one's really gross. You want to hear it? How gross is it? It's uh, Tuscan whole milk, one gallon of milk. It has a four out of five review. Six out of seven people found the following review helpful. The name of the review is called Chunky Style. I'm a big fan of milk. I've been drinking it my whole life. I even suspect that I drank it as a little baby, which just shows my dedication to this miracle of bovine excretion. Ew. But Tuscan whole milk, one gallon changed my whole perception of milk being a clever fellow i already i bought this used and decided against expedited shipping i mean i already have milk i can wait a week or so for some more when i finally got it i started pounding it straight from the jug i was pleasantly surprised to find clumps of milk sticking to my throat inspired i poured it into a bowl and ate the rest with a spoon no cereal required. Now I save tons of cash not buying oatmeal cereal or chocolate chip cookies. Who needs them when the milk itself is food? I just have a continuous flow of Tuscan whole milk delivered via standard shipping. All true milk fans rejoice. Oh my god. That's nasty. And I would never want to hear that story again. So we just ate chunks of like gross milk. milk? Gave it a four out of five. So I guess it must have tasted good. must have enjoyed it. Yucky. Okay, ready? Yep. So, this one's another one for Viet for Men. Viet for Men. Viet for Men. It is a good product, apparently. It got another five stars, so it obviously is a good product. Takes it's... off the hair. Yeah. So, this is by Dennis. He wrote, makes my fart sound louder. The hair must have acted as an interlocking silencer. <laughs> <laughs> I give this big thumbs up. Five out of five. That's so gross. <laughs> Oh, man. Vite is doing good, man. Yeah, their marketing's hilarious. You know whose marketing is really, really good? Wendy's. Oh, they are they the roast, ones that roast? They roast people on Twitter. It's so funny. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That's a good one. I like companies who don't take themselves so seriously. And I feel like because it trends, it, you're able to, you know, market yourself better. Okay, this is the last review I'm reading. It's of a giant 26-pound gummy worm. And the picture of the gummy worm is a man who has it over his shoulders like Britney Spears did at the VMAs, I think, and he's eating it. There's three reviews. The first one says, perfect five five out of five. Absolutely in love with my life-size Taylor Swift doll. Oh, my God. (laughs) Highly recommend. (laughs) The second review, one out of five, disappointing. Did not come with male model. And last one, five out of five. I could not be happier with my 26 pound gummy worm. 
Every morning, I rub it down and sink my mouth into its succulent flesh. Oh, my God. <laughs> so fucked up. <laughs> oh, man. Alrighty, I think we've read enough jokes. Had enough laughs. I almost peed myself. Jessie almost peed herself. I hope his knobs and bollocks are finally <laughs> feeling better. <laughs> Since this is the last solo episode, it means that FDM will be taking a little bit of a break and we will be returning for season three. Woohoo! So if you have any ideas or suggestions for season three, you guys let us know. As always, you can find us on FDM. So DM, comment, or email us. You can listen to our podcast anywhere where you listen to your own podcast, whether that be Apple Podcasts or Anchor or Spotify, anywhere else. I'm not exactly sure where else. Lisa says we're everywhere, so I'll believe her. But yeah, I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your year. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Wishing you guys the best. Happiness, joy, health, safety, presence, whatever you guys might be wishing for. I hope you guys get it all and we'll see you guys in 2021. Bye guys.